Hello, and welcome back to Tenant Talk, a show dedicated to providing insights and exchanging ideas on growing and operating a small business. If you're thinking 5% of what we make goes into marketing, that's 5% that you're investing back in the company to grow the company. In this season, we'll dive into various challenges businesses face, from networking to leasing space to recruiting talent and so much more. Every channel has appeal to a certain audience. It's not, it's not one channel that just works for everybody in every scenario. You'll find it here on Tenant Talk. Hi, welcome back to Tenant Talk, a show that focuses on the needs of small businesses and acts as a forum for them to exchange ideas. I'm Bill Singer, I'm with Kenwood Management, and our topic today is going to be marketing. And fortunately for me, hopefully for you as well, we actually have a real expert on marketing for today's episode. I'm here to introduce Christina May, President and CEO of Illuminate. Christina, Hi. welcome. Hi, Bill, how are you today? Wonderful, how Good. about you? I am excited for this topic, obviously. Um, you know, we. Our last episode, we spoke a lot about your expertise, but today we get to turn to mine, so. Exactly, and I feel like for so many small businesses, this topic is one that they, everybody knows they need, um, but they don't always know the right way to approach it. They don't always know the best way to allocate resources, money, to be the most effective to try to reach their clients. So I am hopeful today that you're gonna help our audience and me figure that out. Well, hopefully I can um, put some myths to rest and um, really show everyone what marketing can do for their small business and where you should really focus. So hopefully I give you some uh, actionable items today that you can take away. Okay, perfect. So let me start with just a very kind of generalized question. I'm a small business owner. Mm -hmm. I have a pretty limited budget um, for marketing. What would you recommend as the priorities? Where should I focus first and foremost my marketing efforts? Okay, so well, let's start with the first myth buster, the word budget. Um, this feels like a four letter word when it comes to marketing. Uh, so let's start there. Um, everyone underestimates what they should be spending on marketing. Um, or a lot of times in the industries that we serve, which are primarily building, construction, and real estate industries, you think that just a sign will do. You know, everyone sees my trucks. You Everybody know? drives by it. Everybody sees it. I don't need to do any marketing. Um, give you an example. Um, the average budget um, for the industry is 5%. So 5% of your budget. So when you're doing your budget out, you're doing rent and you know, tenant improvements and things like that, when you get to marketing, it should be around 5%. That number typically scares people from the very beginning. Right. But if you think about it, if you look at it kind of more like you do in a retirement account, okay? You're making deposits into that account and you're looking for future returns. It's very similar to what Kenwood Management does on mm -hmm. the investment side, right? Yep. So, when you're if you're thinking 5% of what we make goes into marketing, that's 5% that you're investing back in the company to grow the company. Are you gonna see those returns right away? No, sometimes you don't, um, but you need to look at it as a long-term investment account. So let's start there 
And then once you've swallowed that pill, <laughs> it's talking about really what marketing is for small business. And I think this is where some people get a little confused and they have this misconception. So I'm gonna put Bill on the spot here. Um, Bill, what do you? What is your definition of marketing, or what do you? What was your definition of marketing? Uh, so great question, and that, and and what makes that so valuable, and I think what I want to make sure that I share with our audience is how it has evolved over time, and how um, we thought about it, and and just how that's changed. So when you and I first met, it was primarily an effort to update our website. Uh, and maybe just start on a little bit of social media campaign. And um, it has evolved into so many additional things because one, those first two things that I talked about are only outwardly focused. So it's only looking to our potential customers, our potential tenants, whatever it happens to be. But in fact, marketing is way more than that. And that's one of the things that I've learned through this process is marketing is also an internal process. Um, and what I mean by internal is focusing efforts on employee retention and employees um, also understanding what your message is, what your company's purpose is. Because as your employees go out into the world, whether they're even whether they're meeting with clients or not meeting with clients, they represent you and there's an opportunity there for them to sing your praises um, and explain what you do and how to do it uh, as effectively as possible. So um, that's a big part of our evolution, um, you know, through that. So. But somebody who's just kind of starting out, what would be the first couple of things as, as you're thinking about, you know, if I have just a few thousand dollars or even up to $10,000 and I've just started out with my business, what would you most think about? What would you recommend that people focus on? Well, the first thing I would do is, um, going back to the definition of marketing, it is all of your communication. So most people look at marketing and they think it's just advertising. And so you immediately get discouraged because advertising is really expensive. And if your budget's only $1,000, $10,000, I would say if your budget is only you know dollars or $50,000, if you're a slightly larger corporation, um, it's still not going to take you very far if you're doing paid media only, if you're doing advertising only. And marketing is so much more than that. So it's really you need to look at different aspects and that all starts with really getting to know your customer. That is the key to everything. Without customers, you don't have a business. If you don't know who they are, you need to figure out who they are. That's really just kind of a basic. And right, and you can't, your, your customer isn't everybody, right? No. There is really a defined component to and understanding it, who that is. You should be happy with that. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be there trying to please the whole world. I think there are tombstones with certain sayings written on them, to, you know, that say, hey, uh, here lies this business that tried to serve everybody. I like to say if you're trying to serve everybody, you're serving no one. Right. So... You really need to focus in and figure out who that is and get to know that that individual. And we call it a persona. Um, you can, you know, come up with a name for this fake customer if that makes it easier for you um, to give them human attributes instead of just age and demographics, things like that. But anyway, moving into really the stages of marketing, it's the attraction. So that is what most people are used to. How do I get more people to come and become a customer? 
And that's what they associate marketing with and particularly paid. There's non-paid methods as well, which we'll talk about. And then once they become a customer, marketing doesn't stop. Then you move into customer retention. And you can spend a lot of budget in customer retention and that has nothing to do with paid ads. Customer retention is marketing. And once you have a customer, selling to an existing customer is much easier than acquiring a new customer and cheaper. And then when we move past customer retention, then we're moving into the last phase, which is really community building and getting people who are non-customers that don't meet your ideal customer profile, so to speak, that we were talking about, that fictitious person but speak very highly of your business to others. They like your mission, they like what you're doing, they like what you're sharing. Those are the three kind of components of marketing. Everyone really just focuses though on the attraction side. So to answer your question, with a small budget, you need to figure out where to put the effort in. If you are a brand new business, in order to stay in business, getting customers is priority. So you're going to want, there's only two ways to build an audience. You build an audience through paid, but you can also build an audience through non-paid activities. Non-paid activities have to do with making sure you have a website, making sure that all of your directory information in Google is accurate, that you make it very easy for people to find you and call you, fill out a form, get in touch with you. Do not make it hard for your customer to buy from you. You should make it very, very easy. So there's lots of solutions out there for websites. You can do it yourself. You can hire a professional. But keep in mind, when you hire a professional, do not get sticker shock. Um, a customized website is going to cost thousands of dollars, zeros, not $8,000. So um, there's a difference. And all are OK. You just need to have your expectations in alignment for what it is that you're putting into the budget. So those are some basics that you should focus on. You should focus on social media, but not all social media. So this is a common mistake we see a lot of people make is that they think that social media is where it's at. <laughs> and you really need to think about that ideal customer again, that persona we talked about. If they're only on one particular type of social media, then that's where you need to focus your efforts. You do not need to be everywhere. If your customers are not on TikTok, don't spend time on TikTok. Um, but at the same time, I would encourage you, please experiment, try some things. It's okay to fail and learn what doesn't work. The only thing that's gonna cost you as a small business owner, if you're doing this yourself, is time. If you're more established and larger and you're you know, using um, either consultants or you know, people that you um, hire through like a service like Upwork or something like that, or even, you know, a full-blown agency or company like ours that specializes, you know, in RevOps, these are things that um, it's okay to allocate part of what you're doing to try new things. And if the person that you're working with isn't encouraging you to try new things, that should be an alarm bell to you because if you don't try, you don't know what works. So I always equate it to fishing. If you don't switch out the lures every once in a while, you don't know if there could be bigger fish out there.
Right. Great comments. Great thoughts. I, let me drill down a little bit on a couple things that you talked about. So one of them is, and I'm going I'm to relay this to Kenwood's experience and in our experience, we initially started out, um, as Christina had um, brought up, putting effort into various social media uh, platforms. And we quickly determined that for uh, the type of business that we're in, that LinkedIn was the best um, connection point, the best engagement that we were getting. And what I would um, suggest to our audience, um, which ultimately kind of we did, is that we thought about, um, you know, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or TikTok, effectively think about that as different channels on your TV. You know, every channel has appeal to a certain audience. It's not, there's not one channel that just works for everybody in every scenario. And if you think about social media in that way, that every, every one of those four things that I just described are different channels and different people are gonna watch them, then you'll start to really kind of focus, um, focus your efforts. The other thing that I wanted to bring up that um, that we've spent a lot of time on that comes back to the non-expenditure part of what you were communicating earlier um, is that we spent a lot of time just writing articles, um, producing content, valuable content um, that we've put out on our website to just further help engage people. Didn't have to pay somebody to do that. It was you know, easy for us to do and typically not very long. It might be um, 900 to 1200 words. Um, so not terribly long, but I think that as long as you do that kind of right on a regular, consistent basis and you put out content that your customers, um, that other people who you're trying to connect with would find interesting, um, it's, a, it's a very inexpensive way to build engagement. So. Absolutely. And to say that by inexpensive means it's still costing you your time to write the article, right. you know, please spell check, grammar, all that kind of good stuff. Remember, this is your business. Um, and writing is something and communicating in general is something every leader should hone over time. You should be able to convey your ideas um, in a way that other people can understand. So tips that I have for writing, um, especially if you are the owner of your business, pretend that you're talking to a potential customer and don't talk at your level talk to them in a way that you're answering a question that they might have. A lot of times when we get too far into our expertise, we have a tendency to get really stuffy about our writing and we use jargon and words that people don't understand. That won't strike really well with your potential audience. So make sure that when you're doing writing that you're writing to your potential customer and their, their experience level with what you, know, you are um, providing um, because remember you're solving a problem for your customer so literally it is as simple as listening to your customers common questions and then answering them in a written form a writing hack um, I, I like to share for those that get really stuck in their head as they type um, try dictation it works really well um, there there's software for that but there's also software built into word processors now and it's not bad at all and it really gets you close. Um, all you have to do is kind of clean up your article and it will sound like a human. So that's definitely something that you want to do. Right. I think I'd add to that with some of the articles that we've written. I had in my head certain topics, certain um, things that I thought I wanted to convey. 
But as I heard from our as I heard from our customers, as I talked to them, it was very interesting to learn what they had questions about because that not only did I answer the question, but then I realized, oh, this would be a great topic to write about because probably other people have similar questions. So if you kind of listen to your customers, listen to what they are wondering about, that can lead to writing content. Right. Yep. So I want to leave everyone with kind of a format for kind of a, what you should expect as a foundational marketing program. Everyone needs one <laughs> that's in business. And I want to put the asterisks in this that um, all of these things take time to do. Eventually, as your business grows, you did not get into business to be marketing your business. So you should be looking to move these activities away from yourself and either hiring someone internally or hiring someone externally. I'm going to lean everyone towards externally. Um, you would not bring a lawyer in-house full-time unless you were let large enough of a company. Bringing in a marketer full-time to do all these things, first off, they're not going to be good at every single thing. You're still going to need outside help. Um, and that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions that we see is that they think that, oh, well, I'll hire somebody to do all the things. And we're just not good at everything. It's a big industry. So your foundational marketing program should include accurate directory descriptions. So, you know, Google My Business, which is actually currently getting renamed and phased into something else because Google loves to change everything. Um, you want to make sure those things are accurate and correct. You want to make sure that you have the basic social media and that you post to them to show that for the ones that are not your primary channels, that, that, that you're in business. So don't just establish a Facebook page and never post to it. At least post to it once a week, right? So have your social media channels. Pick one that you're going to spend a lot of time on. Have um, your directory listings correct. Make sure that you have a, what I'm going to call, respectable website. Um, does not have to be fancy, but it needs to be accurate. Um, it needs to be easy to use. Don't make it hard for customers to interact with you. And augment that so it's not a brochure. Make sure that you're adding, constantly adding new content to it. And that can be the best form of content, honestly, is the written content for your website. But you can also dive into video. You can dive into audio. There's lots of things out there. But those are the basics that, we, that you need to have as a business to have a foundation um, for marketing of any kind. Yeah. yeah, I think the one other thing that I'd add that I have found uh, from our experience is that um, you have so much effort that you spend sometimes on what you think is the priorities for your business. Um, but I have sometimes heard of examples from some of the small business owners in our portfolio that in talking to a customer, they found another pain point that ultimately led to a whole nother segment of business that they never even anticipated having to go in. So keep your ears open um, as you're out there. Marketing is, as you've heard on this episode, in so many different formats. It's, there's many different ways that you can approach it and think about it, um, but you will figure out the right method to go. So Christina, thank you so much for joining us today on Tenant Talk, what you have Helped our audience understand is amazing. We really appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me back, Bill.
Thank you. And if you'd like more information on marketing, on any of the other topics uh, that we cover here on Tenant Talk, feel free to look at the show notes. There's lots of additional information that that will refer you to. And thank you again for joining us today on Tenant Talk. We'll see you soon.